Hey friends! We had our baby this past weekend. I, he's a boy. It's amazing. So now we have three girls and a baby boy. And things didn't go exactly to plan, but he's here and he's healthy and we're just so, so thankful. His sweet little face is sitting right next to me right now, sleeping away. Oh, newborns are the best. I had to share since our last episode went into everything that we were trying to do to make sure that he did come out as happy and healthy as possible given our circumstances and the necessary cesarean births. So thank you all for your prayers and good wishes. It's It's been a true blessing and it's been going amazingly well. So thank you. So today in this episode, I'm going to tell you about the tools I use to get eczema clearing, homemade, nutritious food on the table in a timely manner and the Amazon available tools that I use to create my soaking and sprouting station that takes up very little room and is practically maintenance free. And I wanted to share these things with you to help encourage the daily habits that that you need to implement to heal your littles and and create lasting change and lasting results in your family's health. So I know now more than ever with this little one, I'll take any time-saving hacks that I can. And I have to share a new podcast review with you. Joe Novak wrote, Andra gives advice and helpful tips that you don't get anywhere else. Her content is realistic, honest, and thoughtful. Her natural approach uses a combination of changes for their diet, toxin exposures, and what you put on their skin. Thank you, Andra. Even your voice is soothing. Seriously, Joe Novak, thank you so much. And if any of my content helps you, I'd love to hear about it in an Apple podcast review. It truly lights up my soul to know that our trials and tribulations are helping your family's heal. So if you have an extra minute, please write a rating or review. I'd be so thankful if you did. Let's dive into today's show. Hey mama, if you have kids struggling with eczema and you want to get them a life without itchy red skin, then this is the show for you, Eczema Kids. Here we go deep into diet guidelines, doable at-home remedies, and transformative healthy kids tools that will empower you to take your child's health into your own hands and win. If you are ready to say yes to eczema-free kids, sleeping through the night, and drug-free interventions, hi, my name is Andrew McHugh, and I'm the coach and mentor for you. I created this podcast to equip you with the strategies you need to heal your kids' skin condition and soothe their sweet little faces. Let's eliminate eczema and reclaim our lives. Grab your egg-free snack, take a deep breath, and let's dig in to today's episode. You know that 4 p.m. feeling? when you've already had a really long day with your work and child rearing and the house and you know so many things we don't have to list them all here (laughs) so many things to fill your day and then your kids are starving and you have to be really serious about dinner plans and backpacks are exploding on your counter and your sink is full of dishes from feeding those kids and husband all non-processed homemade food all day. I learned really quickly to even have a prayer to not turn to process stuff or take out in those moments was to have a pretty in-depth meal plan, but 
further than that, you have to have the tools on hand to be able to actually execute your thoughtfully prepared meal plan in a timely fashion, which is key. (laughs) So here's the things I use on a daily basis to help save my time and sanity. And then I'll go into what you need to create your time-saving soaking and sprouting station too. So first I use my Instapot all the time. So I'm totally one of those people that could have a bumper sticker on my car that says I love my Instapot. I really, really do. And it's because one, it cooks everything in a fraction of the time. Like this makes things like mashed potatoes even possible for me. It also like lowers the lectins in your legumes or grains that you cook in there. That's a huge benefit. But I feel like making soups and baby foods in there, it's pretty much like cheating. It's so easy and fast. <laughs> really. Anyway, if you don't have an Instapot, you, you have to right now. And, oh my goodness, I have my eye on this new 11-in-1 or I don't know how new it is, but it's got an air fryer in it and a dehydrator and who knows what else. It looks amazing. It's like $150. So it's so on my list. (laughs) Uh, Secondly, I use my immersion blender all the time. This is another thing that helps soups and baby foods in combination with the Instapot. Pretty much so easy and and painless with pretty minimal dishes. And then I also use it a lot to make like warm breakfast bowls in the winter and spring. Kind of like warm smoothies and ideally hide, you know, secret ingredients like any sort of vegetable in there. So immersion blender also a must. And oh my goodness, I couldn't imagine making a soup in your Instapot and then having to pour it into a a regular blender and then batch blend it and pour it into another pot. I don't know. That process is not for me. And then I also surprisingly use my little handheld stainless steel citrus squeezer like every day. I use it to put like lemon acid since a lot of times with our little eczema kids we can't use vinegar when you're soaking your grains or anything like that so a lot of times I use it to add lemon to that or to bone broth. I make my kids honey lemon tea, use it there, use it for myself in my tea. Anytime we're into margaritas and I have to squeeze like 27 limes. (laughs) That's what I use. It's the best and most effective. Anything just to add that sour taste, like guacamole. Anyway, a life-saving tool. And it fits in a little drawer. And it's like $5. So if you don't have one, you need one of those as well. Okay, and then lastly, for my time-saving, you-must-have-in-your-kitchen tools is my fermenting soaking sprouting station. You want to soak and and sprout your stuff when you can because the act of soaking and sprouting your food mimics the natural process of of seed germination. Since plants can't move, they've learned to adapt and grains and beans and nuts, they're all forms of seeds and they're meant to pass through the body undigested so that they could be transported elsewhere to promote their own propagation to ensure that they'll make it through your digestive tract unharmed. They have their anti-nutrients like built in and that just makes them a little more difficult to digest, a lot more difficult to digest. 
And then here's the problem with the anti-nutrients is they can also block your own enzyme activity when you eat unsoaked or unsprouted beans and grains. So by soaking and sprouting, you'll be reducing the enzyme inhibitors and anti-nutrients and naturally make the seed more digestible and also creating a food that's living and incredibly nutrient-rich, which is what our little eczema kids need. If you're not sold yet, scientists have also found that sprouting and soaking beans and grains can increase the iron and zinc absorption, as well as vitamins A and C and B, and they also boost the protein content, digestibility, and they reduce some allergenic responses, especially associated with some grains. And sprouting reduces the phytic acid they say up to 40% more, like it reduces it 40% more than just soaking alone. But even then, soaking really, really helps. So luckily, the process of soaking and sprouting is is largely hands-off. And once it becomes habit, it's really easy to incorporate it into your daily routine. And it's also cheaper and better th- for the environment. Buying dried grains and beans and in bulk, it's then you're not buying a bunch of cans. The bulk food prices are usually pretty reasonable. So knowing all this, I've tried a couple of different setups for soaking and sprouting. And, you know, a lot of them come with these like teeny little contraptions that try to invert the the jars that you're using. And they take up all this counter space and... I don't know, they're just flimsy, and then you have to have another dish to catch the water. It's a rubber band cheesecloth over a bowl that takes up a ton of space. I don't know, I've tried a bunch of things, and nothing really seemed sustainable or really realistic for the amount of counter space we have. (laughs) Both my husband's and I's preference for a cleaner countertop. So I got this sprouting station setup idea from Ryan Sternangle from the Stern Method. And if you haven't heard from them, they're the most amazing people. Their story is so touching. Their first child had cancer. I can't remember what kind, but they had to, they had to research their way out of it and change their entire lives to create a cancer-free environment. And then their third child had severe, severe eczema after she was I guess, septic shortly after his birth. And then she had to take a bunch of antibiotics, obviously, to save her life. Again, they were put in a position to completely adopt a new way of life in order to heal their third kid from from eczema. The Stern Method, you have to check these people out. They're amazing. And I really, really look up to them. Here's what you need to create your easy, non-invasive, self-reminding soaking and spreading station. You need a bunch of mason jars, like the 32 ounce and the 64 ounce size, a strainer and screens and rings, trellis and co, like they have these curved ones. It makes it so seamless and easy. It's amazing. And then you need a drip tray, like one of those beer, the things that they have underneath the beer taps at bars that catches the extra foam and whatever spills off the top. So you can get these drip trays in in any measurement. You just measure a space on your counter next to a wall or something that you have and then and order the right size for you. And it's stainless steel. 
And again, all of this is on Amazon and I'll put I'll put links in the show notes for all this stuff to make it as simple as possible to replicate. Really, all you have to do to your legumes and nuts and grains more bioavailable is just soak them with an acid or kombu seaweed in a mason jar, the 32 ounce or the 64 ounce size if you're doing legumes because they expand so greatly. Soak them overnight with water and an acid and then you drain it the next morning, which is so easy. You just have to turn it over because you have a Trellis & Co. strainer screen on it. So just turn it over in your sink, rinse it out a couple times. Again, you don't even have to, unless you have kombu in it, then you have to take it out, but you don't even have to open the jar otherwise. You don't have to use a new jar. It's so easy. You don't have any more dishes and you don't have to mess with any extra gadgets or extra bowls or cut cheesecloth. And you don't have to write yourself any special notes or remind yourself of anything, what's going on there. Because when I have time to address this stuff, like you have to do it in the morning and at night, you know, I just look down the line and see what's there and see what I have going on. And then I just rinse as necessary. And then when things start to sprout, they're done and you can put them in the fridge to stop the sprouting process. And then, you know, you don't want to go too long for anything because then otherwise it can mold. Use it pretty immediately, which is what I try to do. And again, you just have to look at it sometime in the morning. And then at night, I've incorporated this into my after the kids go to bed routine. And it takes maybe 10 minutes out of my day. And then we have soaked and sprouted and nutritious food to serve and enjoy. So I'm hoping these time-saving hacks just help you with the ever-present demand of feeding your little eczema kids with the most bioavailable nutritious food that we can. It's not an easy job, but I'll share with you any of my time-saving strategies to help you rise up to the challenge. Take care, mama. You're doing great. Hey friend, if today's episode helped you in any way, would you leave me a review in Apple Podcasts? Neither of us have time for social media, so this is the best way to help other parents find this podcast and heal their kids. Thanks for your contribution towards ending childhood eczema.